Welcome to another edition of Motivational Sundays with Kevin and Friends. This show was originally created from one of the more than 300 quotes that I created for the contents of my books. Curious. I was always wondering how one quote landed on a per another person. Were they just words that landed on a page or were there a conversation that needs to be had? I got together with a couple of my friends, Ms. Larnez, Christopher, and Gilda James, Manuel, happy holidays, Emmanuel, all right, Denise, Naheem, Chris Everett, and David. Uh, and was just wondering, were these words or were there a conversation to be had based on our perspectives of interpretation? This show is brought to you by RMK Productions and the 10 United Podcast Network. Our mission is using the power of our voice to uplift, inspire, and share stories and experiences and perspectives using the framework of teaching, learning, and modeling. Our purpose is hope. We meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today's quote, oh, this is heavy. Naheem brought it to us today. It says, nonviolence is not inaction. It is not discussion. It is not for the timid or weak. Nonviolence is hard work. It is the willingness to sacrifice. It is the patience to win. Now, that's a little heavy for some of you guys that haven't been to the gym this morning. A little thinking <laughs> that right there. So, you know, Larnaz always says she didn't want to be the first. And you know, normally know what happens when you're in class. You say you don't want to be the first. Get this first. Okay. So, Larnaz, <laughs> I honor your wish because I'm afraid of you. And I'm going to forego this to Mr. Christopher James. Ooh, didn't see that coming. That was boomerang. That was that was a that very, was, oh, very, oh, very well placed right hook. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> well, that that's okay, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna hear we're gonna hear Larnette next because we only have a 25, 30 minute show. So we're gonna get her up next. All right, Chris, how does this land on you? Um after commenting on your expert boxing skills, um where this lands on me. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first thing I thought of was a uh expression that my grandmother used to have is um oh I can't recall the exact wording, but it's basically her prayer uh to keep her from hitting you. Okay, because what you've just done, whatever it was, was so so vile, so bad. She just has to hit you, but Lord, give me strength not to hit this child. Basically, the uh, the whole concept of nonviolence is that, okay, uh, I'm basically placed in a situation which almost requires a reaction from me, but I will make sure that that reaction is not of a violent type or not a violent reaction. And that is hard. That is, uh, we, we had in the Navy, uh, suffer not the fool to cause you to become one. In other words, uh, something happens and your first reaction is to hit it or punch it or act violently. And when you suppress that, yeah, that's hard work for some people. And I'm, I'm not saying everybody, but, for, but personally for me uh, and my grandma, uh, <laughs> sometimes restraining yourself from acting violently can be a chore. 
but it does have uh, very good outcomes, very, very good, very, very good fruit. Uh, if you can yeah. restrain yourself. Yes. Yes. And we've all ha have learned the, the power of um, nonviolent action because it's part of our history books. Thanks to brother Martin Luther King. We, we have learned the, the, the power of that, you know, where my grandmother used to say sticks and stones may break your bones, but words mean uh, won't hurt you. Sometimes you have to duck when she says that, but she did say it. <laughs> um, Larnes, how does this quote land on you? And thank you, Christopher, for, um, you know, uh, allowing me to uh, set that up the way that I did. You know, I'm in a good mood today. I was just looking for a little humor. I love beautiful people smile. I love my family here. All right. Uh, Miss Larnes, how you doing? How does this land on you? Hold on. Hold on. You never skip Gilda. Like, what's what's going on? Christopher is a part of Gilda. <laughs> you, you, you know something? It's because when Gilda speaks, the whole world listens. I, I just <laughs> want to prepare the world because the world's not ready for Gilda. I got to get the world ready for Gilda because she's up next. All right, go ahead. Um, Nonviolence. So in my discipline, we have to learn crisis intervention. And within learning these techniques, when people are attacking you and you're restraining them, you also have to talk to them and be patient enough and have the empathy to kind of guide them through while you're trying to stop them from hurting themselves, right? So this quote, nonviolence, is definitely hard work, but it's even harder work when you see someone else struggling with it because it does speak volumes and, um, it's promoted to lash out. It's promoted to, you know what? No, we're not going to talk about it. Let's just do it. I'm tired of talking. I'm, I'm fed up, right? But you get so many more honeys. I mean, bees with honey than doo doo. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> When I look at this quote, patience comes with maturity, comes with you bumping your head to the white meat a few times because it's our natural reaction to lash out. It's just, if somebody punches me in the face, you know, the first time I got punched in the face, it was, you know, that was my natural reaction. But several years of training, when somebody swings, I might eat that, but I'm definitely not going to react that way, right? Because I know me showing my force to you and how strong I am is not going to make my information or what I'm trying to do for you or what I'm trying to show you tangible. You're not going to remember it because you're used to somebody just lashing back at you, right? But when somebody slows down, and they don't show the same energy of aggression and violence, it makes you slow down and look at yourself like, wait, why is this so different? 
So sacrifice and patience are virtues that are definitely hard to maintain in your life because of our habits, but nonviolence is always the way to get through. All right. That's how it hit me. And I, I, I agree with you. Hopefully that those of you that are, are, are listening that thought you were watching an audition tape for the new color, color purple, um, you nailed it. I will tell you, you got the part. Oprah, thank God you can't come back because you've just been replaced. But uh, nonviolence is, is an emotion. And I, I, preach, I appreciate the way that you profoundly it to every word that you said right there. And so with that said, okay, we're talking about higher learning. We're going to go to Gilda and see how that lands on her. Nonviolent. You got to have a lot of patience, just like Renee says. A lot of patience. And for me, you know, over the years, I just, I try to walk away from it. Yeah. That's, that's that's the best way I handle it. Just walk away if you can. And just don't let it get to you. That's how I deal with it. See, I told you she's going to have some powerful words. Short and sweet, all right? Short and sweet. Yeah. Now, now I know this I know this quote because um when you when you talk about nonviolence is not inaction. It is not discussion. It is not for the timid or weak. Nonviolence is hard work. It is the willingness to sacrifice. It is the patience to win. That's quote. That's today's quote. And Denise Lopes is a person of spoken word. And I know someplace in, in your book, the only book that I've read that you, you've written, and I'll, I'll talk about your new book later, later on, you had something um, that pertains to this in one of your um, poems. You're, you're talking about this. So, Denise, if one person can speak to this, and you speak from experience, and I know that, I mean, if you want to recite one of yours that connects to it, I'm fine with that. We're waiting for the, that that show one day that you do it. But how does this quote land on you? Ooh, this quote is heavy. And like Gilda said, walk away. I always do that because at my job, I'm always have, I have to speak up. So I have a thing I say, God, take care of this because if I do, I'm going to jail. So I <laughs> just like I think that was the quote Christopher was thinking about. <laughs> I have to be patient. So I keep saying that to me. I've walked out of a few meetings because if I stayed, I'm just going to punch somebody. So I've been practicing that and patient, like the, the Ness said, sometimes you have to have patience because some people, they talk out of their behind because they don't have the facts. And uh, for me, especially when I'm uh, advocating for my students, when I want them to have equal opportunity as everybody else, that's my quote. And I keep writing it on the, on the notebook that I have, God take care of this because if I do, I'm going to jail. So it's been something that I've been practicing not lashing out at people, not being unprofessional. So uh, before I become really ghetto and have, I just walk away and say my prayer while I do it. And, and that that comes in, from a serious message coming from a, a strong black woman. When she gets to the point that she says, you know, I got to check myself. Otherwise, if I stay here any longer, I'm going to jail. Um, that that That's deep. My grandfather used to always say, it's a better good run 
than a bad stand. Yeah. I think it's, it's translated the same same way. Um, thank you. Thank you for that share. I can't wait to see your next book. Um, if those of you that have not um, Googled Denise Lopes by any um, at any time during the course of his show, she has a couple books that are on uh, Amazon. You have to read her spoken words. She is deep. Um, and Thank it touches you. Uh, Manuel, all right? Our, our Stephen Hawkins. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. How does this book land on you, sir? You know, I was. It's a very, it's a very hard one for me because I actually, um, again, I, I think the first lens I see the world through is like martial arts, and believe it or not, I, I think I, I discovered um, um, Taoism. I think when I was like nine or between nine and eleven, and the concept of like non-action. It was very difficult for me at that point. And it ended up being kind of like the center of like trying to understand what that what that meant, right? And um, as I grew up and like learned about like uh, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, I started to really understand it as a theory and concept, but also personally, in terms of my practice, it was, it's still very, it's still the hardest thing to um to put into uh practice for me even though and believe it or not i feel like i kind of like really pursued a kind of like really self-understanding just so i can understand really the limits of it right because if you're not capable then you'll resort to violence right you'll resort to actions that are you know whatever actions that are necessary for you to defend yourself but the more you develop yourself the more you develop your own confidence the more it's the more, the more you're able to 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 uh, practice non-action, non-violence, right? And and it's really a sign of like tremendous confidence. It's a very difficult practice, personally, for me. Still, um, so I, I really respect people who are capable of holding on to that to that at heart. But I really do feel like I I've been thinking about that for a very very long time, and I still don't feel like I'm even remotely where I would hope to be in terms of that kind of like um poise and confidence. So um it's a good reminder for me today. Sure. Thank you. And 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 having self-control is a discussion you have with your heart. And I, I think that every reaction we have, it, it it starts, everyone thinks it comes from the head, but it comes from a heart before it gets to the head. And then it comes back to the heart and then the heart in the in the head has a conversation um for those of you well, that are not well technically it starts with the reticular activating function <laughs> all right all right let me go ahead and, and and do my part i appreciate that um when i i originally got the quote from naheem um i was preparing a speech um for january 6th in upper marion um the talk to um six through eight nine to 12 about um martin luther king and they gave me two emotions that they wanted me to talk about courage and difference <clears throat> but as of yesterday um you guys know every morning i wake up the first thing and i write down the first thought i don't know if any of you guys remember the thought that i, I wrote and i said sometimes you can't take the criminal out of the crime I don't know why I thought about it, but every time I, I sit there and I put out a quote, 
I run into someone or have a discussion with someone the quote happens to to land on. And I'm going, why why is God connecting me or why is the universe connecting me to conversations in my head that are first thought? 16-year-old girl was battling. She had not talked to her parents. At her school, a 16-year-old um, Asian-American young man committed suicide. When I asked her if they knew why, he had been bullied. He was facing this um, suspension based on a conversation he had that was interpreted to be racist. And instead of facing the consequences, um, the young man took his own life. Every year I talk about mental health, especially uh, amongst um, melanated uh, men. Suicide rate goes up sky high during this con- during this time, time of the year. Ask me why. I don't think anyone has one single answer. But when you talk about the non-violence as inaction, our inaction sometimes is failure to communicate or talk about our differences or what we're going through. And that's the part that is said is not a discussion. You have these conversations with your with yourself. And sometimes you're not listening to what's right and you're trying to escape your own reality. All right. And I say this all the time. Your imagination is not your reality. What's what you face with every single day and how you deal with life. That's your reality. You know, the third part of this, when it says it is not for the timid or weak. Sometimes we don't identify our own strengths and we give way to the lesser part of ourself and we sacrifice our own humanity, our own self image, our bodies, our life to powers. They don't even know that we're giving them powers. You know, in order to have self-control, in order to take a position, in order to speak up, courage is a Latin word for an emotions from speaking from the heart. It is hard work to express to someone like we do on this show. We end the show and we say how much we love you and whatever. It's hard for one man to say, I love you and hug another man and not feel a certain kind of way. Um, it's hard for us as men to come to our women and say that we're having trouble dealing or coping with, but it's a discussion that needs to be had. To have the willingness to sacrifice your own heart and your thoughts and allow yourself to be vulnerable is give it time. And that's what the, th- the last part is, it says patience will win. Give it time. And if you get enough people that are listening, you get enough people that care Humanity will turn an emotional profit that has a return on its investment twofold. So that's the way the quote lands on me. So with that said, I want to thank everyone that is tuned in, that tunes in every single week. We meet here every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's a link if you go to our uh, YouTube page, RMK Productions and Network, you can subscribe and follow, and you can be a guest on this show too. We're probably one of the few podcasts that says, hey, come and join us as long as you're positive. We don't do drama. I want to thank my co-hosts, Larnes, Christopher, and Gilda James, the perfect example of what a couple should look like and what it feels like. You always see them smiling. They always feel like they're touching. I want to thank my most talented and one of my most talented friends, Denise Lopes, educator, author, poet, spoken word, all right, queen of dancing. 
I can't remember the, the, the kind of dance she does, but she is the queen of it. Are brilliant. He's above a rocket scientist. He is a gift to this world. Emmanuel, I want to thank you for joining us. And me, Kevin McLemore, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in every single week and making this show the show that it's been and that it's going to be. And each week we try to do a little bit better. So with that said, my grandfather always says that education is not designed to make you comfortable. It's designed to make you think. And when you get to a point in life that you can help someone, it is your duty to do so. Reach one, teach one. And with that said, we're out.